TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still ah. busted, man. What the fuck? Seventy-six in the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Tyler Brooks. I'm Chad Goodpipe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke you'll never understand. Uh, and Zachary Bonus Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it has uh, been a week. A week. Week. A week. 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 It's been the first week where I actually feel well. Like I have not been sick this week. For the first time, finally in a that month coronavirus. And a half. See, I told you to fucking kick, insane. Told you to stop drinking those coronas. Uh-huh. You knew coronavirus was- jokes. Uh-huh. Topical, topical. They're topical. so good. <laughs> it will never get old to me because, as we all know, the more you beat a j- dead joke, the better it gets. No, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> not the case on this one. You not know, the Tyler, case on this one. that the would that would be the case made. if you were like me, a joke romancer, and I just resurrect <laughs> jokes. Week after week, See, I breathe new life into them. I was thinking joke romancer, ne- not. Or, or, <laughs> well, I, like, I, I can't say necro. I can't jokes? say necro jo- joker because that's. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want that. That yeah. holds a lot of implications. Yeah, I, I'm not going to go go hang out in a cool staircase in Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, so what what happened this week? I feel we met like, a famous person. Oh yeah, God, that oh, was yeah, fucking that. weird. So we went to live band karaoke on Thursday, and um, the we're sitting there. It's getting towards the end of the night. It's probably like eleven thirty midnight somewhere around there. And um, so Haley, one of our friends who was with us, uh, looks at the guy who had just been called up on stage and is singing. Goes, "What celebrity does he look like?" And I'm and I immediately picked up and I'm like, "He looks like uh, the dude who's in all those uh, Adam Sandler movies." She's like, yeah, yeah. So I IMDb him, and uh, apparently the guy's name is Peter Dante. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, this guy, right? And she goes, yeah, that guy, yeah, 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 from uh, Fifty First Dates. Okay, yeah, the paragon <laughs> of cinematic excellence. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the uh, he's singing the killers. He's clearly wasted. He's dressed like a painter, like, and not like a. I'm making some art, like someone you would hire to paint your house. <laughs> Okay. White shirt, please white don't, shorts. Please don't use the bathroom in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Has the same like hairstyle that you'd yeah. expect a painter. Does meth. Um, <laughs> Probably. So I'm thinking, I'm like, I mean, it would be possible that it could actually be that guy. I mean, Phoenix is a pretty popular, you know, celebrity Tip. place. Tip. Uh, so... Uh, I'm waiting for the song to finish and for them to say, everyone, you know, give it up for whoever and say his name. And they like, it didn't come. It was way delayed. And then finally they go, everyone put your hands together for Peter Dante. And I'm like, oh, that is him. <laughs> it <laughs> is the guy. I turn around to Haley. I'm like, it's the guy. And she's like, no way. And I go up to him and, and uh, as he's walking off the stage, very sweaty. Mm. And uh, I go, sweaty. I told him everything that just happened and he just bends over and kisses me on the forehead <laughs> and I come back and I'm telling Tyler this and Tyler goes, are you sure it's the guy? I don't know. It isn't. No, it's not. I was, I was not believing. And I'm like, I'm a hundred percent certain because we thought it was this guy and then they just said his name and then he like, kissed that me on the fully forehead. confirms it. Like it's, I didn't hear, I did not, guy. in my defense, I did not hear them say, the put your hands together for Peter Dante. I was in a different place. <laughs> you drunk. Yeah, so, I'm like drunken. Fine. You want me to prove it? I'll prove it. And I go back over to him, like, "Hey, will you come uh, take some pictures with uh, uh, me and my friends?" He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Where do you want me to go? And just like <laughs> I'm leading him around, let him up to the table. I'm like, "Everyone, this is Peter." And he just says hi to everyone, starts hugging everyone, gets pictures with everyone. Kisses my face a few times. It was a little interesting. (laughs) Kept coming back. How romantic. And and hanging out with us throughout the night. And he was just the happiest, shit-faced dude. He was such a nice guy. I'm glad glad he's a happy drunk. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, smiling the entire no, he's secretly time. just just raging, seething with anger inside for being overshadowed, <laughs> eclipsed by Adam Sandler. <laughs> I think. I mean, those are basically the only movies that he's ever done. So I think he's just a buddy of Adam Gra- Sandler. Grandma's and, Boy wasn't Adam Sandler though. Yeah, it was. Was it? It's a Happy Madison production. Is it? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Adam Sandler wasn't. Yeah, Adam Sandler wasn't in it. Is I think the point. Yeah. Yeah. But still, it's all Adam Sandler's friends in that. Yeah, that's fair. Sam and, and the Lord. biggest we've ever seen, Jonah Hill. Um, oh yeah. The uh, but yeah, it just the the nicest, happiest guy. Apparently, he was in town for a festival, and uh, he uh, uh, had been in town for about a week or something like that, and was just, just living his life, shit hammered, and enjoying himself. Good, definitely the most famous person that I've ever met outside of a con. And also the only time I've ever been kissed in the face multiple times <laughs> by a famous person. That was weird. See, I <laughs> hey, carry. Oh, sorry. Not allowed to talk. To you. <laughs> I have half Ooh. of the uh, like happy and shit hammered thing. I've mastered half of that. OK, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get that other half someday. Are you? Someday you'll be shit. Are you? Maybe. I don't believe you. I, I do I... not believe. Um, <laughs> yeah. So apparently I ended up doing a little bit of research on the guy. Um his wife is Brad Pitt's manager. What? Like, and has been for a very, very uh, long yes. time. The perpetual handshake that is celebrity culture. So apparently, like, because as I was looking this up, the headlines were really stupid. Like, no one knows who Brad Pitt brought to the Oscars. And it was his fucking manager. <laughs> yeah. That's so. Which was. Peter Dante's wife. Okay. Yeah. That's such a random little bit of celebrity trivia that I don't right. think I would have ever known. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a real lame claim to fame. <laughs> You're so cool. Damn right I am. <laughs> well, uh, I'm so cool when the power goes out, they give all the frozen food to me. Wow. <laughs> all right, I'm out. Wow. I'm going home. That was that was bad. That was really for bad. For you and for me. Well, that since really he's bad. already on a roll, how about we just let him get it out of his system? Yep, just yeah. keep it going. What keep a, going. what about this uh this Mega Man ZX collection? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that did come out on Tuesday. <clears throat> Scream! <laughs> Oh man, um, it uh, it was great. I woke up on Tuesday morning and it was on my front door, and I I never play video games in the morning. I did for like an hour. I restricted myself to like a singular hour, and it was good. It was great. It was fantastic. When he opened that door, angels sang down an immaculate chorus. It felt so good to be able to not have to you know hook up an, <laughs> a sh- an emulator to my TV to get to do that shit. <laughs> So I started playing Mega Man Zero. The first one? Yeah. <laughs> and um, it took me forever because uh, in the beginning, like. God created the heaven and the, the earth. Fuck up. I was waiting for it. And I knew it was fucking coming. Yep. God damn it. Um, so at the beginning of the game, you know, you uh, like go through basically what's like a brief tutorial sort of thing and story exposition where they're trying to find zero and uh, they find zero and you take control. And uh, as you're, you go into like a little mini boss fight and your weapon doesn't do any damage. And so a computer uh, throws classic. a, throws a Z buster at you and Z saber. It's not a computer. Fucking, yeah, it's, it is. It is a computer. No, it's, no, it's, it's a computer. Not. No, it's not. It's a computer. No, uh, it it throws a fucking Z saber at it's you. A cyber like, Use this, and uh, but it's a computer. It's it comes out of a computer screen. It's being possessed by the cyber elf but, spirit. But the Z saber comes out of a computer screen, which is a little dumb. Um, yes. <laughs> so you make short work of the the boss with the Z saber, and then you get brought back to uh, the base. Um, also, it's revealed in all this that X is trying to kill everyone. Yeah. Um, and uh, so Seal says, hey, talk to me when you're ready. And you're in this room with her. You run around. You can talk to everyone else just by like basically walking up to them does, and hitting up. Does she ever break out into singing? Cause Shut the fuck uh, up. <laughs> It's, it's not spelled like it's that. It's CL and it's French for sky. So shut well, up, Tyler. Maybe <laughs> brush up on your French French pronunciation. <laughs> CL. Anyway, um, 
<laughs> so you run around this base and you can talk to people by hitting up on them and it brings up, you know, whatever canned shit that they're going to say. But when you go to <laughs> CL, well you, done, can't, you, learned. you can't press up on her in order to talk to her. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. I totally did. No, you can't. You have to be on the other side of the uh, ladder and then hit up. Oh, yeah, because you hit up, you go up on the ladder. No, because she's on the other side of the ladder. You hit up on her and it doesn't trigger the dialogue. You know, I, I never had I to like think about this. I had to Google it and <laughs> other people were having the same problems. Oh. I, I tend to trust Brooke. His uncle works at. My uncle does not Nintendo. work at Nintendo. My uncle works at Shields. But no, in order to <laughs> in order to initiate that conversation, you cannot initiate that conversation this in within the same proximity as you can with literally every other conversation in that base. Huh? You have to it. be on the left side of the ladder while she's standing on the right and hit up. You know, not everyone can be good at video games. There's <laughs> just such a specific thing to be mad about. Yeah, I I'm like, it. I've never, I've ne- literally never had to put this much thought into doing that because I just. Apparently, I'm not alone in it because it's a big thing. You can search for it. Like, it auto-completed when I was searching for it. Yeah, Um, but were you you screaming about it out loud and Google was listening? (laughs) Because that happens. (laughs) But no, like, you know, when you run up to anything else, when you're occupying the same space as an NPC, you hit up and it (coughs) triggers the dialogue. But when you did the same thing with CL, it didn't. And she's like, talk to me. And it's like... I'm trying. I'm doing everything that I can. <laughs> I'm putting in as much effort as possible. Should, I, I, I think you would enjoy ZX. Uh, I started playing uh, ZX, but then it was like, hey, you get some bonuses if you've got save data from 03 and 04. Oh, but so, so all you have to do is go into the menu, um, uh, bring up the, 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 uh, the system menu. You can just turn on those connections like you don't actually have to go beat three and four. Oh, really yeah it's just so the the, the original um the in the ds release you you had to have the zero three or four uh game boy advance cartridges in the uh in the gba oh That's how that works. okay and also um you're gonna unlock a bunch of trading cards and stuff like that for uh unlocking achievements and those can be turned on and used and will affect the environment in Mega Man Zero 3. Interesting. Spicy. They had some, like, card system. Oh, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the they, they had that E-reader. card system, the e-reader thing, yeah. uh, which I don't think was all that big here. It was pretty big. I mean, like, for the, for the, the game, the game uh, Mega Man Zero 3 itself. I think they only made the cards in Japan. Oh really? Uh, I think so. That's not hundred because I remember right. the e-reader. Like I worked, yeah, those at, are cool. I worked at Toys R Us when that came. I out. I like the, the Mario ones. That was that was cool. But anyways, <laughs> I know nothing about any Mega Man. <laughs> nothing at all. It's because you're a fool. Because I'm a casual. I'm sorry. Yeah. Prepare yourself for the delightfully bad voice acting that is Mega Man uh, ZX Advent. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, but Mega it Man said, ZX Advent. Shoulder. I know that in uh, no. Advent did not come I'm from that. Fucking joking! It, it, it came from the it calendar, joking. dumbass. It's called a joke. It was a bad one. It was bad. <laughs> Just like Have the movie you... Advent Children. <laughs> Advent Children was okay. It was better mm. than fucking Spirits Within. Uh, yeah, but that's Chilly not Shally a high Dilly bar. Dally. Yeah. <laughs> the moment, like when there was not fight scenes happening in Advent Children, it was fucking. Yeah, garbage. That's when, that's when you look at your phone and go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and the music was incredible. Sure. Yeah, but no, nobody cool Matsu's. Uh, um, Scream. The, uh, I noticed on the ZX side, mm-hmm. like when you fire it up, it says, if you want, you can do the remastered audio where they like re- redid or remastered the dialogue. Yeah, they did. Well, it's, oh, it's kind of cool. It, it's, so it's, is it not reacted? Yeah, is it just good? remastered? I think or is it? I, I think they took the masters. Uh, before they had to crush it down for the DS. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of. So it's the same shitty acting, just clearer. <laughs> yeah. You can hear the cringe. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's you not... can hear the complete lack of direction all of the voice actors were given. <laughs> it's, it's not so much that the voice acting itself is the worst because, you know, no, nothing will ever be X4. Um, 
But it's just some of the Not- lines that people mm-hmm. say, it's just like, it, you can tell they're reading off a piece of paper and it's like, uh, we could have just had dialogue boxes for all of this again. Like, Would have been better. Would have been better. Also, you said nothing can beat X4, maybe in the grand scheme of Mega Man. Yeah, that's but what I mean. I was going to say because Sonic Adventure was a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sonic Adventure is... Voice acting is delightfully bad. Is it, would would it's, you really use just, the word delightful? It's just bad. Yes, yes, I would. Really, I love it. Only a couple really? times is it actually funny. <laughs> Nar and oh no, <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh no, <laughs> oh no, oh no. I love you, Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we saw. Two hours of uh, Baldur's Gate 3 uh, gameplay this week. I am very excited. You would it be, looks really good. nerd. It looks gorgeous. The gameplay looks a lot of fun and kind of a different take on the turn-based strategy kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, real time with pause sucks. Yeah? I hate that. I hate that entire style of combat. Like, I like it. Choose one. Like It's either make it turn-based or just make it real time. Don't give me this awful pause mechanic so I can coordinate my team members. I like it. I hate it. I hated it in Dragon Age. Always will. Like, thought it was awful. I mean, it's kind of uh, like how, uh, of course, you're not dealing with a whole team in this, uh, but it's uh, kind of like how the uh, battle uh, was in uh, Transistor. Uh, and I really liked the way that it was executed in Transistor. And it even made sense in the context of Transistor where you're like executing commands because you're code. Yeah. I like um, it because it feels like D&D. Like, I mean, that's kind of how D&D is. That's, like yeah. no, that, that's turn-based. <laughs> but but like what's happening and like you're all taking turns. Yeah, but like all of that's happening in live in live action in terms of time. Sure. So it's like. It then feels, I'll just, but then, if I want that, I'll just play Chrono Trigger. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I like it, it. It's like this balance between things that I don't enjoy. Like if I would play, like when I would play through Dragon Age, if I played on a high difficulty, I would literally like always be paused to be delivering commands, and then on sometimes just to have fun, I would play on a lower difficulty so I could just play the game in real time. Mm. Like I don't know. I don't like having to do both. It's just kind of a chore. I'm not saying Baldur's Gate 3 is not going to be fucking great. Like, it's probably going to be fucking great. Yeah. But that specific style of combat just makes me choose a different difficulty and, like, play a different game. Mm. I've sure. never played a Baldur's Gate game. Really? Nope. I played the Dark Alliance 1 and 2, but I never played the original. It's Baldur's been Gate. a long goddamn time since I've played a Baldur's Gate game. I, I know it's been it's around. It's been a long goddamn time since Baldur's Gate Would came out. Would you say out. that? How, how long has it been since the second one came out? I think it's been. Years. No. Uh, not quite. But actually not that far off. Dark, Dark, been, Dark Alliance 2, I think, was 2003. It's been That's probably, fine. at the very least, like 16, 17 years. I, I know it's something something that's been spoken actually of longer than that. So Baldur's Gate two came out while I was working at Babbage's, and that was in two thousand. Looks like Baldur's Gate Dark 2 Alliance came out two came out two thousand four. So Baldi's Dark, Dark Alliance two came out in two thousand four, and I'm pretty sure Dark Alliance two was the last Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I thought you were going to take that. that Baldi's thing somewhere, so I just no. stopped. <laughs> I just yeah. stopped just talking. Said, like, generating just some said Baldi. No, <laughs> no, I was, uh, I was, I was thinking about something, but I was just going to listen. No, um, I was going to say, um, what, uh, what did it come out on? Because I PC. That's that's okay. That, that's what I thought. Um, that's that and is I what, think it saw a PS2 release. I'm pretty sure. Are you talking about just regular Baldur's Gate 2 or are you talking about just regular Baldur's Gate 2? Okay. Uh yeah, it had a PS2. What about Spicy PS2 Baldur's release? Gate? What was that released on? Spicy Meat Baldur's Gate? Talking. <laughs> 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 that was good. That was good. That was good. Thank you. That was good. Talk about Dark Alliance. That was good. It's good. Thanks. Dork Alliance. It's good. Um it's good. Yeah, and then uh, when Baldur's Gate like seemed as though they were pretty much done doing that, I know Neverwinter Nights kind of became the 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 new Baldur's yeah Gate. the scratch for that itch, which I never played. No, I didn't either. I isn't, played when it first, but came a few out, of my friends fucking rave about Neverwinter. Neverwinter's night was a, is a D and D thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. is Baldur's Gate. Oh, okay. I was just like, this all sounds like D and D shit that I've heard of too. <laughs> Uh, and Neverwinter Nights, uh, actually, uh, I think it was the f- it was the first game that I had ever seen that had this option where 
you could play multiplayer with your friends and one of your friends could be the DM that was accurate, actively manipulating the environment. Oh, that's and, sick. And okay, so that's the, cool. I never the, played yeah. either. You can do stuff like two. that in um, Divinity Original Sin 2 as well. Oh, really? Uh, people <laughs> can build custom campaigns for you. It's I, really rad. I but can, can the DM be an active participant yes. member of the yeah, thing they, and, they, and they, manipulate they, things as you're going along? As far as I know, like they literally construct everything. I don't think they have to play as a party member with you. I think they can actually DM it actively. That's cool. I've never done it with anybody because a bunch of my friends like can't even get to the end of the base game. Sure. Including me because <laughs> you make groups of four and then you have to all be on to play and then nobody's ever fucking on to play. <laughs> Just like D and D, exactly. It's, it's a real experience. It's so realistic. I, I am so, I am so blessed. Hashtag blessed to now be in two Dungeons and Dragons campaigns and have World of Darkness. I'm Maybe. jealous. I'm supremely jealous. Um, I'm, in, I'm in one one D and D campaign and one World of Darkness campaign, and I, it's great. I am so, yeah. playing as a paladin, and his name is Gilgamesh Ironsmite. Of course he is. Appropriately over the top. Oh, of course, of course. I I'm playing this paladin to, like, you know, by the book. No goofy bard shit this time. <laughs> I'm gonna be a reckless do-gooder <laughs> that that's gonna have to be held back constantly. Ah uh, yes, lawful stupid. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my my intelligence my my stats are pretty pretty good. No, it's no, it has nothing to do with your stats. Your moral code is what makes you lawful stupid. Yes. <laughs> oh yes, of course. <laughs> you are going to do stupid things simply because your moral code tells we, we you got, to yeah. do them. We got me as a paladin, Barbie's playing a crusader, uh, whose alignment is also uh is also lawful good. And then we have two lawful neutral, uh, a river rogue and a sorcerer. This is a fucking party of narcs right here, dude. <laughs> nerds. What a bunch of nerds. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm playing a, a half orc bard in my D&D campaign. And I am as much of an asshole as you think I probably would be. Yeah, I mean, you should oh, be. So, so you're a so grindcore bard. It is your solemn duty. <laughs> I just shitpost the entire time and I make up songs. I'll literally write lyrics about everything and I just start singing them and it's great. Good. Good. I love it I, so much. I feel like even if you don't know how to play an instrument, every bard should bring some kind of actual instrument to the table just to piss everybody off. Like <laughs> like a slide whistle. You know? <laughs> yeah, the ukulele. Oh my god. I might have to steal the ukulele <laughs> just to bring it just to buy one of your own. Or I could steal yours. Yeah, they're like, buy one under a hundred dollars. Yeah. For a decent one. Yeah. I could steal yours and pay zero. Money. No, buy, buy a ukulele. Get some, mean, some, I'm using mine, but I could steal yours. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. We already know where That's it is. It's not sustainable. Um, <laughs> for you. I'm trying, to, like, what, I'm trying to think of all like the most cursed instruments you could bring. Like obviously slide whistle, slide whistle. Bongos yeah. are really annoying. Those uh, those like music note things that make bongos <laughs> would be great. Yeah, a bongo bard, be a bongo bard. Any any um, like a uh, wood or brass instrument that you don't know how to play. <laughs> um, get a clarinet and try and get a noise. No, out of it. no, no. Actually, no. no, no, no get an no, no. oboe and try and get a noise oh, out of it. Oof. An accordion. Yes. Um, the waterphone. <laughs> Just yeah. play really creepy sound effects and stare at people. <laughs> And then sing really. I'm playing a bard, and I bought. I brought my contrabassoon with me. <laughs> I did. Mean, yeah, just the waterphone for sure. Just like striking it and going. Oh. <laughs> Be a bard that only sings in Tibetan throat singing. <laughs> oh, a didgeridoo. Obviously. Actually, yeah, obviously. actually, I am currently playing with someone who is a a a, a bard with a didgeridoo. That's fucking hilarious. It's Zeke. Of course it is. Yeah, of course. What's it the is. thing that who's does, does Zeke actually have a didgeridoo though? <laughs> no, but every time, every every then time, it doesn't fit the joke. <laughs> yes, it does because he still has to. He still has to like do something because our DM makes us do. If you're playing a bard and you're doing music stuff, you have to like at least have some music going. So he'll just put on this like fucking didgeridoo track, and then he's playing like a. Like a gnome raised by the Fae who has sounds like who whose personality is like Julia Child. Wow. Well then. Yeah. yeah. If I yeah. ever get the opportunity. Points and bongos. 
and points and slam poetry. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. And I will commit to that bit. <laughs> Bongos, and, but but you 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 put it through some effects pedals, so you really fucking yeah, electric it. bongos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just be some punished drone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bard with a vuvuzela. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no. No, 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 that no. joke's a little too one note. Am I right? <laughs> no, you get the bongos and you put them through an earthquaker like data corruptor pedal or something. Yeah. Like that. So it's just like or a bit crusher. <laughs> it just sounds like what the fuck is happening right now. <laughs> um. So uh, something that will make you very happy. <laughs> Heart sell already, but have at it. We'll see. There's a Monster Hunter movie being made. That doesn't make me happy. <laughs> and it's got everyone. Tony Ja. Okay. And Mila Jovovich. Interesting. Who's, you know the, who's the, the second uh, person? From uh, Resident Evil. And okay. also um, uh, Fifth Element, right? And Fifth Element, yeah. Basically, she's in every movie that a, that that an edgelord that wears a leather trench coat from 2005 would be into. Yeah. Okay. Um, they have, re- uh, yeah. revealed the posters and they actually look pretty rad. Uh, it's just, it w- there's a poster for Tony Jaw, there's a poster for Mila Jovovich and it's them with their weapons. And so Mila Jovovich has the like big, you know, monster tooth, you know, the great, uh, sword. Uh, great sword and, and stuff. And it looks cool. It looks really cool. Potentially it could be. Kind of badass because those fights, I, like I've seen I mean, plenty of monster, crazy. I've seen yes. plenty of monster hunter footage mm. to know that those fights in the game alone are cinematic. And yep. so if they get like good animators on this, which oh, I know if they you would. actually played it, then you could experience it. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. <laughs> um, as long as they don't jack it up like the Resident Evil movies, yeah, absolutely. Batcha terrible. And yeah. don't try to tell a story because the games don't even try to do right. that. Like <laughs> Ron Perlman, isn't it? That makes sense. Yeah, he, I can see that. He voices okay. Rathalos. Yeah, right. <laughs> he just screeches. <laughs> I, I, my no, expectations. Ron Perlman is a palico. Oof, that'd be rad. <laughs> yeah. My expectations just fell down a cliff. T.I. is in it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm just saying, T. every T. movie actually, that brings in an, uh, like a... Like a T.I.'s been in movies before Has that he? have been good, yes. Yeah, he's been in a lot of good movies. What has he been in? I can't think of off the top of my head, but I know as a fact that T.I. has been in good films. I know he was in Get Hard. <laughs> he was in Ant-Man? Oh, he yeah. was in that, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's one of the guys. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Oh, he just kind of like shows God. up. God. He shows I'm up. I'm sorry. Just I didn't remember fucking... that. I didn't remember Man. that T.I. was in it. In anything. Um... Have you not played any Def Jam games? Or? No. <laughs> no. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for it. One of those. Okay. I'm hopeful for it. Um, I mean, all we have to go off of right now are these two cool looking posters. Yeah, the posters. Instead of giving my normal pan, I'll be tentative about this. Mm. <laughs> I'm they, saying, and was... like you said, the games don't try and tell a story, so there's no story for them to fuck up. Yeah, but that means I'd be worried about them trying to write one and then fuck that up. Well, I... Mm, the director from all the Resident Evil movies. Yeah, so oh, it's gonna no. be terrible. It's gonna be really bad. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Hope you guys like dr- shitty drum and bass. Oh no, <laughs> it's gonna be really bad. Oh, no. Oh no. It's- well, speaking of ruining uh, the first Resident Evil movie is good. Mm. Mm. I enjoyed the first Resident. It's Evil not movie. bad. I will give it that. It is not bad. Yeah. But the other ones are terrible. And the soundtrack is awesome. I don't. Speaking of was Resident Evil, same, though, was it the same director yes. the entire yeah, time? Yeah, Netflix. Netflix is doing a Resident Evil show, and it's live action, and it's currently being filmed in South Africa. Netflix hasn't been fucking up series like their original series. I'm, uh, yeah, so. I'm, that could be really good. I'm curious because from what I was reading, it's gonna be set in a place that. Uh, isn't Raccoon City? Well, um, if it's being shot in South Africa, then it's probably going to be aiming for anything for and beyond. Yeah, I I hope that I hope that it's for then at least because I don't like five. I loved five and six. Don't care. Yeah. Um, I, again, they were I so, like the spooky haunted house. They were I again so hope fun. that they don't the choose spooky haunted police station. I again the spooky haunted alleys. I hope. Spooky. God damn it. <laughs> I, as I have said before, I hope they make their own story and don't try to copy any of the games and 
No, just, fuck that. It's a better take the setting. Don't take the stories. The no, stories fuck don't. that. There's such established story in the Resident Evil series. Yeah, you could take the setting and, and make a me, new story. Oh, you mean give like me some, the Resident Evil films? Yeah, the Resident <laughs> Evil films they are fo- they don't they follow, don't follow the, the stories at all. Hmm, and they're terrible. Oh, you need both. Except for the first one. I want to see someone make a Jill sandwich. Just just get the Wesker voice actor so I can hear complete global <laughs> saturation. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think um, you're like, laughing. <laughs> the story that's set up with, you know, all of the characters and uh, Umbrella and things like that, like they've told a, a really interesting story and we watched it, you know saw it in the remake of uh, Resident Evil 2 how polished that can be yeah and uh, so i think that it, it has to it has to live in that universe otherwise we well, get this off the rails fucking no no, no. I, I i mean still have the main tenets of it, but I'm right, saying, yeah, but like not be starring like fucking Chris Redfield, yeah. And yeah but yeah. we haven't had anything starring Chris I mean, Redfield yet. The we, issue is we did, was- and it was Resident Evil Five, and he punched a boulder into an active <laughs> volcano. Okay, <laughs> we don't need anything more. No, I we mean, got everything we needed. I You're mean, just gonna compare a, the movie. I'm and not the impressed. I've had a game where I suplex a train. No, a ghost train. I don't. I don't think that's gonna be the case. I I feel like that's. I feel like that. That's one of the big issues with a lot of video game movies. They try to replicate what you do in the game. Everyone already knows the story and what, what like. Tell me again how The doing. Witcher is bad. Huh? Tell me again how The Witcher. The Witcher is did bad. not follow the video games. It followed the books. It followed the books. There's a difference. I said video games. Well, there is, there isn't there aren't any books worth reading um, uh, regarding the Resident Evil stuff. So <laughs> I thought you there there are there. books. Yeah, there are books. They're just not. It's it's like. Uh, for so, I remember like when then the days of the PS2 and the Xbox when people were trying to like adapt video games into like little novels like they had a bunch of the Halo ones. I've read the Doom books. I <laughs> I read I read the Halo ones. <laughs> they were they were okay. It was, you know. I enjoyed the Doom books. Yeah, they were fine. But I uh you know, I I think that they should just stick with the plot. They should not do the first Resident Evil game right away. I don't think. I think they should make that like a third season or something. Mm-hmm. No, like dude. If they're, if they're gonna make something about the first Resident Evil game, you need to do the shitty '90s action movie that yeah. they were already had. They already had pieces for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just splice in. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, there was like I didn't even realize that there was a big like hunt for the people who actually played those characters. Like were they not no credited? One, no, yeah, no one's credited. Okay, so or they're if they're credited, they're credited with their first name. Yeah, and only their first name. That's so weird. This and is it, guy. So <laughs> there, there were people who were actually trying to find the people who were actually involved in the original, you know, cheesy cutscene uh, production. Maybe they don't want to be That's found. That's what guys. I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> but and maybe uh, they don't want to be the master of unlocking. Um, I can't remember who it was. The little mousy, uh, braided uh, hair girl, uh, in the first Resident Evil. Oh, not Jill. Um, it's not Jill. It's shit. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, her I, name. I, I can, I can see the dumb face. But she was Polygons. like, um, uh, they recently tracked that actress down, and she didn't realize that Resident Evil had even become like anything worth anything <laughs> and she didn't even like know what she was really taking a part in in going to it it was just something that she did and that's wild to me that she didn't even know though because you check, follow it, up on that you don't have to play video games to know that resident evil is a big thing either yeah. sure i mean there were literal movies about it which could have turned you away from it don't get me wrong You're right but if it made it big enough to be a movie then you should assume like hey this is probably kind of a big deal right but and uh, but also I'm I'm wondering if she even knew that the thing that she filmed for was called Resident Evil. Yeah, that's so uh, she may not have yeah, ever even made Japan, that connection. Yeah, in Japan it's called Biohazard. Yeah, or you know, and, I don't even know that she knew the name of the production. She yeah. just went and shot. Because beyond that, even beyond just like knowing, just because of pop culture, you see Resident Evil everywhere. As an actor Resident or actress, I would probably. Evil follow up and like see where the thing that I did 
went you know yeah. like i would i would always be looking that up and be like man hey look i was in this thing you know like you'd, mm. you'd list it and you'd think about it that would be in your conscious yeah, somewhere but you, you also you know you don't you're not doing that and i think a lot of people pick up a lot of bit rolls for extra cash and don't really care i mean they're like they, very could have easily been something where even if they did know they would have been like whatever dude just give me my paycheck i'm out by the way, look up the Radiograph podcast and listen to Mars the Bringer of War, and you will hear a familiar voice. Cool. All right. Dun, dun, I, I keep track of the things dun, dun, that I act dun, dun, dun. in. Plays a very large part. It, it's about um, a 24-year-old woman who is part of uh, an orchestra, uh, and they are performing uh, The Planets. And uh, she is, I think, a third chair of violin who is tripping on acid during the performance. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'm going to check that out. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I pay happening? attention to every little thing that I act in. Yeah, but that doesn't mean everyone else does. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just, to me, if it's that small of a production, it means you're hunting for work. And you would be putting that kind of thing in your resume so or like in the, in looking the, back on it. In the, this case, though, I think she was just asked to do it. And she was uh, like, yeah. yeah. And that okay. was also more than 20 years ago. The world has changed. Yeah, no kidding. That was. But you know what hasn't changed? War. Oh, God. <laughs> that was what? 1996? What is it good for? Uh, yes. 1996 or 1997 was the original Resident Evil. Because uh, yeah. the system came out in 95. Uh, uh, 90, I want to say 96 because, uh, two came out in 98. Okay. Yeah. That sounds right. I remember just being blown away by that game when I uh, first played it. I, I, I'd heard about it, but when I was, I was a little too young to be playing stuff like that. Um, the, uh, the coward is shaking his head in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know, like play Resident Evil? No, it's. It was the zombie dog, very scary. Make Tyler and, cry big. I mean, it was the first. <laughs> Make me big, big doo doo in pants. It was the first moment that I realized that these gaming experiences could be horror. You know, like I, it, the first time you, it does the cutscene with the zombie turning around at you. It was like, oh shit! Like holy crap! This could be like a legitimately engaging horror experience. And to that point, I had never thought about game like gaming going into that realm. Yeah, because I mean, prior to that, you had mostly had stuff like Splatterhouse in Castlevania. Uh, there was Monster House. Okay, Monster House came out in two thousand five. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like Splatterhouse was Splatterhouse cool, fucking rules. But I, so I didn't really think of it as a horror game. Yeah, it's just a look at this gross game. Because it's just a beat 'em up. It's it, you know, it's a rad beat 'em up. <laughs> Buff Jason with a pipe hitting things at yeah. first. Oh man. I loved Splatterhouse. Yeah. That was I great. just want to remind everyone that I once got very scared of a Hardy Boys book. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> also, what was that? There was that really shitty old Nintendo game. It was kind of like a more of a point and click where mm-hmm. you choose like a group of kids going into the house. There's like aliens that are possessing yeah, this family. No. Is that what is that? Oh, so. maybe not. Dead Tentacle is... I thought that was a piece. Then it's Maniac Mansion? It might be Maniac Mansion. Because Maniac Mansion is the prequel to Day of the Tentacle. Okay. I think you're right then. Because, you know what? It's a Lucas, LucasArts production. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's some good old classic video game horror, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know, the, the, that was escaping me so hard. Like I, That's why I said Monster House. I thought that's what that game was called. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know what Monster House is. Monster House. So when you said 2005, I looked up Monster House. I'm like, that was a thing? <laughs> so you just threw out a word. I was just running my together. mouth. <laughs> I just came up with something that exists. Mo- Monster House is a, is a Zemeckis film. Okay. Um, well, see, that's yes. why, like, when you came back at me, I thought you were also making a joke. And I was like, wait, no, this is real. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This is proof that if you do put a whole bunch of monkeys into a room over a thousand years, they will yeah, make yeah. Shakespeare. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. Or, or a Zemeckis film. Or <laughs> more likely a Zemeckis yeah. film. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The, the first video game to scare the, to frighten me uh, at all was Castlevania Bloodlines. When, really? Yeah, I, I, I was because like I didn't really have a lot of spooky stuff around growing up. It was sure. just like, oh, Halloween, boo, ghosts. 
But I, something, I can't even remember exactly what it was, but something in that game just freaked me out. I was just like, oh, I, I gotta go. I gotta go home. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of Castlevania, we get season three this month. Yep. Yeah, dude. I'm stoked. Yep. It's, it's, One of Bill the Nye. few things I, I have actively been it. paying attention to watching. Right. Bill Nye's in it. Uh, but we talked about it last week. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I thought um, we did. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just still need to watch refresher, it. Just a refresher, though. They referred to it as the psychedelic horror season. Oh, so yeah. I really want to know what the fuck that's going to mean. Uh, Altered Carbon season two uh, hit um, earlier this week. I still need yeah, to watch I haven't, that I show. haven't watched, watched that yet. I've been busy with... Uh, with um, I got that... Uh, I always fuck up his name. The guy that made Samurai Jack. It's Gen... Yeah, Gen Yeah, Tartakovsky. His miniseries Primal. Oh, sure. That It is... Awesome. Speaking yeah. of Samurai Jack, oh, they're yeah. making a game. Yeah, they are making a Samurai Jack game. Right on. And the the at least from the moment I or the little bit of trailer that they've shown, it actually looks kind of cool. I don't know how I feel about that because a lot of the like Cartoon Network games or, or games that are based on Cartoon Network properties have not been anything. But remember, Adult Swim picked up that final season, mm-hmm. and it was way. Oh, did Adult it, Swim pick yeah. up? The final yeah, season? yeah, that way final season. That, that's why I didn't it was way more brutal. So uh, we have but, some and, good potential. And Adult Swim Games is actually a good game publisher. Very good. Yes. Uh so. If it's an Adult Swim games game, then maybe. But if the, it's like any of the other things where they mash up, like, you know, all these of their, characters are you know, together for some it's reason. Steven Universe and Adventure Time characters and all of these. And they're working in this RPG setting. I Even don't, uh, I don't think that's what's happening. Steven Universe game. RPG is actually good. It's an action. It looks like it's going to be an action kind of beat him up kind of thing and it's like samurai jack through I'd, time or i'd something. love to see do you guys remember the game shank yeah shank fucking i'd rules. love to see um shank with the samurai jack ca- coat right that like, was kind of the, the, so they had a samurai jack game on the game boy advance mm-hmm. i think that was kind of like that platforming thing but to do a new game like that, but like Shank was Shank like such tight controls, and the art style was gorgeous. Uh, the same developer brutals. did uh, Mark of the Ninja, mm-hmm. which just got the remaster. Uh, so you could do like a Samurai Jack Mark of the Ninja, and it would be fucking gorgeous. It is an Adult Swim games. Okay, property. cool. Praise Good. the sun and Good. the artwork looked beautiful. Original and- voice acting cast too. Mm-hmm. Nice. And the of those that still are alive is make, so, is make is battle through alive? time. So you, there's that, points is where make, like, is the voice of Aku still Sam, alive? I don't think so. It, no, uh, no. They, they, but the I'm sorry, Sagat from the Street Fighter movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, I they got a replacement. I forget who isn't it. I don't for, know because Uncle Iroh is the same uh, from uh, from uh, Avatar. Avatar. Thank you. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's the same voice actor as Aku, and yeah. I forget, it's a famous person that replaced the original voice actor. And yeah. I, I want to say, if only we had the internet. I in know, but I'm trying to sit here and remember it. <laughs> out of don't pride. trust as fascinating as it is to watch you uh, uh, dig through your brain. Uh, Do you library. not see how often I'm googling stuff while you guys are talking? <laughs> <laughs> um, Greg Baldwin. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Greg Baldwin's the new one. Um, that makes me hopeful for it because then it's not going to be one of these throwaway things. Because to me, Adventure Time still hasn't gotten a game that they de- that they deserve. I played one that was okay. Um, I've played plenty that are okay. It was, it was like a, but it was they're like all they all Zelda. end up repetitive. Mm-hmm. They all end up just not you know not as good as as that property deserves. It's it's because they give the property which I'm going to use Adventure Time as an example which Adventure Time itself is very well written and planned out and everything is kind of there um, that makes it good. And they hand it to someone that doesn't do that? No, actually, they've been handing it consistently to someone who has a good track record. Oh, no. Way forward has developed most of those games. Uh, And they have proven themselves as very competent game game developers. mm Uh, they've made very great games. Unfortunately, the Adventure Time games are boring and repetitive. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it's honestly difficult to 
do an Adventure Time video game, I think. Cause I don't think it should so be. so much goes on. I there's so like, much there. Stop, don't try and squeeze everything in Adventure Time into an Adventure Time game. Let's focus on, uh, yeah, you know, story. one thing. Yeah. You know, one on one area, we're going on one quest, right? And just do that single quest and have a, a good cohesive storyline throughout that. Don't shoehorn in characters who don't, you know, need to be there for, right. for this thing or that, just for I, the, hey, look, it's that guy factor. And do focus on somewhere else in the next game. You know, it's just another quest. Take a page out of the South Park games. Like, they just make it seem right. like you're playing an episode of the show. Exactly. Just do and that. Adventure Time so many elements of that are influenced by video games in the first place. Uh, yep. So yeah. it should lend itself very well to a video game. One of the characters is literally a Game Boy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I would love to play an Adventure Time RPG like Earthbound. That would oh, be cool. totally. That would be that cool. That could be interesting. Yeah, be very cool. That would be really neat. Yeah, that'd be an appropriate stylistic fusion for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Because Earthbound, Earthbound is weird as fuck. Is weird, weird as fuck and weirdly dark. Yeah. yeah. And Adventure Time has its real dark moments. Like and it's weird as fuck. My favorite two-parter of all time, Jake, uh, f- f- uh, Jake the Dog and Finn the Human. Yes, yes. That's my favorite two-parter uh, or favorite Adventure Time episode of all time. When we get to see... Finn Mertens. Yeah, with the fucking weird nose. Yeah, and the Just the robot arm. Wasteland style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And watch him turn into the Ice King. Yeah. That and, was pretty and, great. And see Marceline really all old and gross. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yes. Segway, another thing that's on the sheet uh, that I uh, agree is noteworthy. Uh, Macaulay Culkin is coming to uh, oh, American yeah. Horror Story uh, the next season. He's season X. This is going to be the first acting credit he's had in quite a while, right? Probably, yeah. I think because he like kind of retired and stepped away from the spotlight. For well, and he, he better sing a song about pizza, please. <laughs> he um, for yeah. the longest time was pizza looking good. real rough. Yeah, according to him, he was like I, this. Is according to him, he was fine. He just he was just. Really? Yeah. On what? Okay. The when did he look real rough? During, oh, for like a, a years, few years there, ago, like, he he was looking real rough. Like he'd pop up. There is I can't remember what it was. Like it, it was like an Uber commercial or something like that, where he was he or a skit where he played an Uber driver for someone okay. or something like that. I thought, like, and he just looked real scragged, like really, really ragged and, and scraggly. The like, last thing that I saw him in, and I thought it was fine, like was the AVGN episode. He oh yeah, on. no, I think he, he was fine for that. Since he's um and he's, like he's been hanging out with the Red Letter Media guys. Yeah, and he started up the Bunny Ears thing. And uh, so his new website is Bunny Ears and then started doing the YouTube round. So he uh, went to Red Letter Media. He went to AVGN uh, and Cinemassacre, you know, the Cinemassacre guys. Uh, He went to Modern Rogue and did some stuff with the Modern Rogue guys. Um, And he's just trying to drum up, you know, Bunny Ears uh, awareness. Okay. And uh, uh, but it seems like since he started this Bunny Ears venture, he's really kind of like just looks healthier because life is shitting on him less yeah i guess had some bad luck um yeah his his, yeah his his dad dad. oh yeah he's a garbage poop um because shit is too cool of a word yeah (laughs) i i he was on a, a something recently where he was like he said, like health wise he was he's he had been fine and a lot of american horror story season 10 (laughs) <laughs> yeah they were mm, shut up <laughs> he's being interviewed it was on some kind of reality show sure. there he's being interviewed and he's like yeah just he, he was he was fine the media just ran away with the with the uh storyline that he was going crazy and, and shit down on oh, his yeah, luck and, and all he that had stuff. a um, he's an assistant manager at a subway i heard that one. he had uh, a cover band a Velvet Underground cover pizza band called the Pizza Underground, where they did covers of Velvet Underground songs yeah. and made them all about pizza. So I said he better sing a fucking song about pizza in American <laughs> Horror Story. He is um, pizza. He's just living pizza. <laughs> the uh, Pizza the Hut reprisal. <laughs> I feel a little mixed about this news because American Horror Story hasn't been great in a while. No. Um, the... Uh, uh, 
fucking Armageddon season started out strong and I, then I stopped kinda, paying attention to it after like the th- third season. Which yeah. you believe? I just kind of I just stopped. Caring. Well, the best season is Coven. Hands down, the That's best season heard. is Coven. And yes, I would believe you haven't seen American Horror Story. I've seen an episode. Oh, really? <laughs> scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Horror House is great. Season one is great. Season two is great. Season two is Asylum. Season three is Coven. Uh, and I loved, uh, I think of those, Coven was the best. Mm. Uh, Freaks, the Freak Show one uh, sucked. Uh, yeah, I, it, it I, was. I think, because I, 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 I had skipped, I think, the third season. Not like on purpose. It was just for whatever reason. Um, and I started the, the, the sideshow one cause I love yeah. sideshow shit. Uh, it was visually it was, engaging. It gave us that weird fucking yeah. gnarled clown and shit, which was great. But the season itself was not garbage. Good. No, no, no amount of references to, to, to the movie freaks will, uh, yeah, save right. That. I love that movie so much. Gonna, Having pinheads and you shit. Should, you should watch that one with us sometime. Freaks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if for no other reason than so Brooks can turn to you and go, one of us. One. <laughs> can I really quick give you another reason why I do not like horror games? And it's the same reason again. It's my fucking sleep paralysis. Yeah. And I had a really bad episode this week. Oh, a really? Really bad one. Well, unless that's, you have like actual. That's tasty. Sideshow performers. Uh, you know, living with you, I don't think you have to worry about being. I mean, does Kalis count as a sideshow performer? That's racist. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not where. That's racist that you think I was going that way. Your silence is racist, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I'm a passive observer. <laughs> I'm just as guilty as everybody else. Let it happen. <laughs> How yep. dare you just walk away like that? <laughs> but Tuesday, I'm trying to sleep. It's two in the morning and I wake up in a full blown sleep paralysis. I can't move. And I've told the set on this podcast and I've told you guys many times I've had the same fucking hallucination. Fuck you guys. I've had the same hallucination since I was a kid. Green pants. Shut up. No, green haze over my eyes. Green static haze over my eyes. Creepy lady in a hood in the corner of my room looking at me, scaring the shit out of me. This did not happen this time. This is the first time that I've ever had no green bats. haze. It, it was, was all bats. Just a ton of bats <laughs> flying on my face. No, there was no green haze. So I just woke up and I couldn't move. And I didn't really understand what was going on because it was not the same thing that has happened. And I look in the corner of my room and there's a staticky faced fucker standing on the corner of my bed. That staticky faced fucker. Don't talk about Kalis like that, dude. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> but so then it. Are you being haunted by Scooby Doo villains? Yes. <laughs> And fortunately, it is old man Jenkins. <laughs> so I, so the, Dan. Per- <laughs> they're all Dan. Yeah, it's all Dan. The paralysis passes and I'm able to get up and the fucking hallucination doesn't fade. And I'm like, so at this point, I'm like, what the fuck? There's somebody in my room. So I get out of bed and start screaming at it like, who, who's there? Who's there? Who the fuck's there? And I run Did towards Kalis it. Did run into your room? No. Like, no. I run towards it and no. then it, it fades out of view, goes to a different part of my room, and then disappears. And then I didn't sleep anymore the rest of the night. And this is why I don't do horror, because my real life is a fucking horror story, and it fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm going to have to have a conversation with Kalis, because we've got a man on the inside, and this is this could be fun. <laughs> on the inside. So, yeah, <laughs> this is the reason that I don't do horror very well, because man, it makes me that. not sleep. I would love that. I hate you, it so much. You say that. But I don't think you would if you experienced it. No, I, I seriously would. I've had similar-ish experiences where I didn't know what was going on, didn't know what a thing was or or whatever. And uh, I've I've actually been so feverish that I've had hallucinations. I yeah, have too. Um, those, those, those are wild. When I was very young, when I was eight, I had a fever uh, so high that I was uh, lying on the couch in the living room and uh, Frankenstein's monster came into the living room and it was vivid i could see him he was there and it it was scary but in retrospect it was awesome because i love feeling scared 
Um, the uh, and similarly, uh, years later, uh, when I was uh, probably eleven, whenever whatever year, um, uh, Demon Knight came out, the uh, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. Oh, oh, oh um, um, one of the I was sick again, six? crazy uh, fever. And I looked at my door and one of the demons from Demon Knight was in my doorway cool. because I had just recently seen that movie and now I had a, a you know, big fever. 1995. Oh, I was yeah. close. I was close. Um, the only time that a movie has like scared the pants off me like that was when I saw Star Trek First Contact <laughs> in theaters because uh, the Borg... The Borg have these the lasers, you know, that shine through, and of yeah, course, yeah. you know, they get this, you know, foggy environment in the in the ship or whatever, and you just you see the lasers coming through, you know, and the Borg are just space zombies with a hive mind. That's all it is. Yeah. Um. And as when when you're in space the, bees, when you're in the second grade, that shit's fucking scary. And so at night, I swear to God, I kept seeing the fucking little red lasers, just you know, out there in the darkness. The thing, the thing that I've come to realize with my sleep paralysis it's a function of my anxiety disorder that i currently am trying to deal with mm -hmm. and i ran out of meds this early early on sunday and so i think that i just had an it's basically me waking up in a full-blown anxiety attack so an anxiety attack and fear feel very similar sure so i think that's where it came from and where it comes from and why like i just i don't like having that feeling Anytime, because it feels like something that I've been dealing with my entire life. Because it's something life. that you equate Ex to the, the anxiety attack. Exactly. It's not something that you can enjoy as its own thing. Exactly. So it's like, I mean, I already deal with heart pounding, stupid shit. Like my mm -hmm. brain being like, oh my God, uh, on a regular basis. Have I don't you tried yoga and or mild cardio. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've tried um, drugs and it works great, kids. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I'll admit that when playing scary games, I am, I, I want to nope the fuck out. Uh, when, especially, uh, so when Resident Evil 7 first came out and I played the first hour of that in VR, I was <laughs> like, oh. I, I got to the part where uh, you're in uh, the house and the dad is kind of hunting for you. And it was too real, too much. And I was just like, I, the, we're done with that. I have had enough. Mm -hmm. um, Three real, five you. But in retrospect, I loved that feeling. In the moment, I hated it. Yeah, I still have the hate in the retrospect. <laughs> you know, it's actually a weird game that actually really affected me on a physical level. It was an indie game called Uncanny Valley. Oh yeah, Uncanny Valley has some real I do not real know what moments this game in it. Is. I have never sat it's down It's a great game. I was playing that game. There are very few like even when I get really scared if for terrify Tyler and everything like that. Like I get scared and I freak out, but it goes away after a little bit. Sure. Uncanny Valley for whatever reason the anxiety level that they're able to continue throughout that game that's that good horror you're scared after you're done playing yeah i literally sat there playing this at night and i'm just sitting there and i'm just feeling my heart pound through my chest i'm sweating and it wasn't even that scary of a moment it was just the 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 atmosphere of what was happening yeah, and then the, the shadow shit, things start coming after you and I had I just turned it off because I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. That's, that's how you know it wasn't a cheap scare, man. That's yeah. that's the good shit. It hurt that me. pure shit. Their imagery yeah. is fucking great. <laughs> is really really great. That mixed in black tar heroin, brother. <laughs> Tie me off, Dan. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Uncanny Valley. <laughs> I hope that wasn't Mexican black tar heroin because I just did that wrong. <laughs> um. Yeah, I like. Um, a lot of those pixelated horror games, some of them can be kind of, eh, you know, cheap, whatever, bullshit. Uh, but Mortis. there are some real gems in the <laughs> indie, like, pixelated or lo-fi, you know, kind of psychological horror uh, kind of thing. They manage to take a non-realistic visual medium and uh, just make you unsettled. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, really unsettled. And Uncanny Valley is definitely one of the best examples of that. Just the atmosphere of that game is yeah. just... Whoo, whoo. Yep, the Faith games are pretty good for that, too. Faith? Yeah. Oh, like Faith No More. <laughs> yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> Who's coming on... We're talking like... Going on tour and coming the, here. 
cool. I'm excited for that. Sorry. <laughs> they go back all the way down. It's like Atari graphics. Yeah. Like, um, like and Apple all of the voice acting is done through uh, synthesizers. And it's really like low, low and modulated. Uh, it sounds really good. Yeah, it's it's uncanny creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all super low fidelity until certain cutscenes happen and they use the same visual style, but like close-ups on things that are happening and they do these like grotesque animations and then Gross it goes right goes. back down into like your fucking <laughs> five pixel Atari character sure. like running from a demon. So kind of like the uh blasphemous cutscenes where they're just a little bit higher fidelity than the actual uh, gameplay itself. Um, but but they, these are like way more the, detailed. The, oh, really? The difference is is much greater, but it's that's kind of like, oh, here's more detail. Except in in Faith, it's um it's uh oh fuck, 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 fuck. For like a second. Yeah. There's hmm. not a whole lot. Right on. Yeah, it's very quick. <clears throat> like it's there's you wouldn't even call them a cutscenes. It's just like it's a snip. It's very quick. Right on. Uh, snip. Uh, I'll have to yeah. give that a try. Um I so, recommend on Canny Valley as well. Yeah. You too. It's very you cool. Guys would like that. Foo, 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 foo. <laughs> it's also a good game. I just It is a very good game. Oh, um, well, um I wanted to talk I, I almost forgot. Uh, I saw this movie a couple nights ago that I think you guys should watch if you haven't seen it. It's called The Art of Self-Defense. I have seen it. Okay, well, yes. yeah. Um you haven't seen it. I'm going to assume that. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it now. Uh it's uh, it's uh very Jesse funny. Eisenberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg gets involved in a very dark uh, strip mall karate uh, underbelly crime kind of deal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This and there's a amazing. shitty grindcore band in it. This Fuck yeah. Incredible. As someone who likes grindcore, most grindcore bands are shitty. <laughs> <laughs> we have thirty. We have thirty tracks on this album, and the album is only twenty eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, we have gotten to the end of the podcast. Say it ain't so. I'm going to throw this at your fucking head. Uh, so our Ask Reddit question for the week is... The topless robot asked Reddit question of the week. No. Uh, you are offered $100,000 to wear Heelys constantly for a year, (laughs) besides showering and changing socks. Do you accept and why? Yes, because yeah. money. All right, next question. <laughs> yeah, that one's too easy. Uh, like, yeah, it's not even that you, hard. Just, you just told me I could fucking pay my mortgage if I wore Heelys for a year. Like, <laughs> what? I, just, I could go back to I college just point for out Heelys. Too, the yeah. stupid part of this question, Heelys don't always have the goddamn wheel out. Fine. Caveat. <laughs> the wheel always has to be out. Also yes, fine. I'll learn how to Heely. <laughs> yeah. Then I'll just learn how to do it and break my skull. I don't know. <laughs> Use the money to pay for a new one. <laughs> The hundred thousand dollars will help with your medicare. Hey, if you break your Medical skull insurance. and you get a new one, can I have it? Because I want your skull. Yeah. <laughs> he needs your skull. I need your. I need, I need your skull. As um, long as after I'm done with my skull transplant, I'm allowed to drink out of my old skull. Oh yeah, that's fine. Cool. Uh, drink out of your old skull while saying skull. <laughs> Since uh, you were unhappy skull. with that one, uh, <laughs> how about this one? Okay. If you were murdered. Which fictional detective would you want on your case? Poirot. That's a good one. That's a who? That's yeah. a good answer. Poirot. Yeah. Yeah. Done. I mean, Sherlock I'd Holmes probably business. do Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Just because I personally, do you have, I've always been a big do you Sherlock have Holmes opium, fan. You know, to, to pay him posthumously. I mean, um, I could start planning. <laughs> I stockpiling for your for your potential fictional death. Uh, I would go with uh, the de- detective from Knives Out. Oh, I forget what I his still name need is. to see. It's that. really long, but I, it's a very good movie. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a really cursed answer here. <laughs> Professor Layton, <laughs> Darkwing. Now that Duck. you mention it, yeah. Darkwing Duck, Phoenix Wright. <laughs> Detective, Detective Dick Gumshoe from the Phoenix Wright trilogy. Because <laughs> it's, it's not a recognizable detective, but I thought about my own shit post of Tips Fedora. <laughs> <laughs> Tips Fedora, private eye. Tips Fedora PI with his body pillow secretary. Really want them on the case. Because <laughs> I know when they catch whoever murdered me, he's going to teleport behind him and cut him in half with his katana. <laughs> That's Nothing the real kind personnel. Of and then 
dust him in tendies. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Dorito crumbs. <laughs> no, he just shakes out his keyboard. <laughs> and then he uses his heelys to get away from the scene of the crime. Just rides away. <laughs> I like how that's the universal motion for Healy's. <laughs> like everyone knew what we were doing right there. Literally everyone like, knows. Well, we're not yeah. playing Space Channel 5. <laughs> I don't know. You could also be imitating Palmer Lucky in that iconic VR photo. Oh, I guess that's true. Oh but I think that people are mostly going to go to Healy's. <laughs> feet, feet up a little bit. Hands out. This is the Healy move. Yeah, I can't get a better answer than that. Tips, yeah. tips he Fedora. Fedora. He's on the case. Uh, yeah. That's the way we like to... All right. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we'll leave it there. Thank you, everybody, for watching and or listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Hi, this is Benjamin from the UK true crime podcast, They Walk Among Us. Brought to you by AMC Networks, Shudder is a premium streaming experience that provides a multi-sensory dive into fantastical worlds, offering the very best of old and new horror. Discover films and series that covers the entire horror spectrum, including highly anticipated new releases like The Boy Behind the Door and Psycho Gorman to giants of the horror genre like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween. What's more, you can watch one of my all-time favourite films, Mandy, a spiralling, surreal, bloody journey of revenge with visuals that are simply mind-blowing. Exceptional originals, movies, TV series and live events, there's always something new and unexpected for Shudder members to experience. Sign up at Shudder.com.